Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news video, AEW is heading to Wembley Stadium, which is crazy and awesome and ambitious, and I'm going to talk about it. Uh, FTR's wrestling future was determined on last night's episode of Dynamite. Also on Dynamite, a major free agent returned and signed with the promotion. And finally, we'll talk about Tony Khan speaking up the prospect of WrestleMania-style events in AEW. I'm Andy from What Culture. This is the news Lots of AEW stuff to get through today, which I guess makes a bit of a change from the past four days or whatever I've spent talking about you-know-who. Um, Wembley. AEW's going to Wembley Stadium. This is wild. Um, so Tony Khan had hyped up one of his big announcements for last night's episode of Dynamite, calling it one of the most important in company history, something he dreamed of doing for a long time. And it turned out to be that London show, which was always likely to be a candidate for that announcement because it's been on the stove for what feels like months and months and months. Few people were like, hey, maybe they'll run uh, Craven Cottage, Fulham's stadium. He, of course, runs Fulham Football Club. I think that's like a 25, 26, 7,000 seater stadium. Probably, probably pretty, pretty realistic. Or maybe they'll run the O2, which WWE, of course, is running for money in the bank. No, they've gone big. Uh, they're running Wembley Stadium. Right, for those of you who don't know, Wembley Stadium is the national arena of England. It's a 90,000 seater stadium when set up for football, which is the primary sport that happens there. Uh, it's also where this event, SummerSlam 1992, took place. Bret Hart, British Bulldog, all of that stuff. So if you're a wrestling fan, that's probably what you know it from. Now, the stadium has been demolished and rebuilt since then. But it's, you know, it's still Wembley. It's still Wembley. It's just a new stadium. And that was in 2007. So this is... I should probably tell you when the show is, actually. Uh, Sunday the 27th of August. Uh, it's all in as well. All in London, Wembley Stadium. Tony talked about All In when he was making the announcement alongside Nigel McGuinness and it was uh, Adam Cole who showed up and, and formalised the whole thing and, and said the venue. So, yeah, it's nuts. It'll be the biggest venue that AEW has ever ran. It'll be their biggest, well, their only show in the UK so far, of course. And barring a major disaster, it will be the highest attended show in company history. That record is currently held by Grand Slam 2021, which I think attracted around 20,000, like 170 people to Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, so, even, I mean, even if they don't, even if they have a poo with their pants on and all of that, AEW is still going to outdo that in London. Um, selling it out, interesting. Uh, it's a huge building, obviously. I'll talk about that a little more when we get to the Twitter questions. But yeah, really ambitious move. Big statement of intent. Um, 
yeah, I'll talk about it a little more when we get towards the end of the video. Stay tuned for that. But also, uh, FTR's wrestling future determined on last night's episode of Dynamite. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the show, but you can click the timestamp. Yeah, it's down there. Do that. I'll give you five seconds. Four, three, two, one. They're sticking around, it seems. Uh, they dethroned the guns as AEW World Tag Team Champions last night. The stipulation for that match was, of course, that if FTR lost, they would leave. So it seemed very much like AEW turning a bit of real-life contract situation into on-screen drama. Uh, and that way, if they did leave, Dax and Cash, perfect. You've got the, the storyline tie-up for it, stipulation, all that. But it would appear that they're sticking around. Of course, FTR speculation has been rife for a while now. Uh, Dax Harwood revealed a couple of months ago that their contracts were up in April. And since then, there's been speculation on them heading to WWE, going back there, all of that stuff. Uh, Dax has been very open and forthright when talking about this situation, particularly on this podcast. And I'm sure he'll have some interesting words uh, on the next episode. Uh, I, I'm not sure when that drops, but it'll be an interesting listen nonetheless. Anyway... Um, they, they beat the Guns, obviously the Guns were their last opponents in AEW and they confronted them at Revolution in March and all of that stuff, so it was a, it's an ongoing storyline, it was like a double pinfall, they both hit like uh, simultaneous uh, sunset flip style pins, Dax and Cash did to get the win, big ticker tape, cel actually I thought the, the celebration afterwards was quite funny, because they got the confetti, but there must have been like some kind of breeze in the building, because all the confetti just kind of blew away from the ring when they were celebrating, so that was quite funny, but yeah, it, it's it's cool, um, for me personally, I think that they have a better chance of having great matches in AEW, because if they're signed there, they can go and work Ring of Honor, and they can go and work New Japan, and they can do indies and all of that stuff as they please, so for me it's a bit more interesting, there's more scope for them to have good matches in a variety of different places. Obviously, if they went back to WWE, there's plenty of teams for them to have great matches with there, but, you know, a bit more variety. I think that's cool, but it, it's good that they had the option as well, and that um, they were able, presumably, to score themselves a good deal, uh, because they could have gone back to WWE, and I think they probably would have been quite happy there, but good for them. Uh, I'm glad that they're kind of sticking around, and we'll see what their first, second, sorry, run with the World Tag Team titles does. The first one, 63 days, a little bit short. Hoping for a longer one this time. But anyway, uh, let's move over to Jay White. So yesterday we did the we did the whole gimmick uh, where we spoke about the WWE's interest in Jay White or Jay White's interest in WWE. It wasn't quite clear which way around it was. Uh, he wasn't going there, it seemed. And it, that's definitely the case now because he was on Dynamite last night and he's got an all elite graphic uh, on Twitter. So he showed up. Uh, Ricky Starks was hitting the ring to face Juice Robinson when JY's music hit. Switchblade came out onto the ramp and that allowed Juice to kind of ambush Ricky. Two on one beat down. They retreated up the ramp. All of that stuff. Uh, Jay has been a free agent since leaving New Japan earlier this year. He, of course, had two separate Loser Leaves matches there, which was quite fun. Uh, both of them were good as well against Hikaleo and Eddie Kingston. Uh, and now he's in AEW. So I'm quite surprised by this. Uh, I thought he was going to head to WWE, where I thought he would do a very good job. Not that he won't do a very good job in AEW, don't get me wrong. He's a good wrestler. He can do a good job anywhere, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's cool. Uh, I think that he would have done... I think he'd have been a megastar over there, but I think he'll be a megastar over here as well. Can't really fail with this guy. Obviously, he is a Bullet Club, so that's where the juice link comes from. Uh, it's cool stuff across the board. Him and Ricky would be a really great match down the road as well. So hopefully we get that. Um, 
and our what story are we on I'm all over the place with the positivity today uh, Tony Khan talking about doing a Wrestlemania style event for AEW uh, like a multi-day weekend spanning thing. Uh, he talked about this in an interview with Sports Illustrated that actually went out before last night's all-in Wembley thing announcement. Um, I'll just read the quote to you. Uh, we could do one event spanning a weekend and we could also do multiple events across a week. It's something we're considering, especially as we keep entering so many new debut markets. We're looking forward to expanding and holding more huge events. So this is pretty cool. My favorite thing about WrestleMania is the whole carnival surrounding it. It's not just the big shows, WWE's two granddaddy of them alls, or whatever you want to call them, um, but like the, the, everything that happens around these things, like the indie events, you obviously get an NXT show, uh, loads of companies flying in and taking advantage of there being thousands of wrestling fans in town, the whole place being buzzing, like conventions, WrestleCon, like all of that stuff. I love all that. It's like a party, like a music festival for wrestling. It's the sickest thing ever. Uh, I'd like to see an AEW version of that for sure. Uh, will that be in London in August? I mean, I think that would be cool, but there's no confirmation of that. By the way, if you want to see the press release for the London event on the 27th of August, it's on our website. You can check it out there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. But we're going over to the Twitter questions today, and I've taken five today because... The past few days have just been non-stop negative stuff about Vincent things, so I want to I want to talk to the people for a little bit. That's what I want to do. The first one comes from All Elite Positivity. Good, I like that. I like that positive spin on wrestling. Uh, morning, Mr. Murray. The H stands for hype. Yes, it does. Uh, not only have we got a UK show, it promises to be the biggest UK wrestling event in the history of the company, of any company outside of WWE, and the biggest in the UK since SummerSlam 92. Absolutely. My question is, do you think it will sell out? I do. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really difficult. Um, 
So there's, there's a lot of factors to weigh up here. Obviously, it's a huge arena. It's a 90,000-seater stadium. The wrestling setup will probably bring that number down a little bit. And there's not to say that AEW will, like, open up all of the seats, like the top-level bowls and all of that stuff. Maybe it'll be a slightly reduced capacity. You never know. Um, so that would obviously improve their chances. Uh, it's their first show in the UK. There is a big hunger for AEW in the UK. The TV ratings are good. The TV network's weird, actually. It goes out on ITV, and it's like... It's a TV channel you can, everyone has. It's free to air, but it's like a couple of days late. So there is that thing balancing against it. But the TV does well. Um, I think there is an appetite for, for this in the UK. Is there enough to sell tens and thousands of tickets approaching 100,000? Um... I'm quite dubious. I will say that Tony Khan is a smart guy. He's a smart businessman, and I don't think he would have booked this show if he thought he was only going to sell 20, 30,000 tickets, right? I think this guy's probably got a few aces up his sleeve. Now, you can speculate on that, right? You can you can rumor about CM Punk coming back or, or I don't know, bringing in some top... Bringing in Goldberg. I don't, I don't know if that would help, actually. But you know what I mean. I, th I think he's probably got a few big things to pull off that will spark ticket sales as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I'm immensely excited for the event. This and Money in the Bank happening in the UK within two months of each other. This summer is just extremely cool for us UK fans. I think it's really awesome. Um, and yeah, you know, I've got, I've got to give you a straight answer, haven't I? I can't just sit here and waffle... Okay, yes, yes, they, they're going to sell it out. Um, I'm quite happy to look like an idiot if they don't. But you know what? After the week we've had, I would prefer to veer on the optimistic side. Yeah, screw it. They're going to sell 300,000 tickets. Obviously, not that much, but you know, it's going to be cool. Uh, Howie Potter has been on. Uh, Andy, serious question. Do you see Gunther enjoying a long title reign as Intercontinental Champion despite Vince's uncanny ability to bollocks up the booking of great wrestlers regardless of how over they are? How he uses Cesaro as an example, perfect example. Um, I would have a lot less confidence in Vince doing it uh, than I would if Triple H was still the big boy right in the shows uh, with the final say. I think that prior to this week, I wouldn't have been surprised if this Gumper run continued for like another six months to a year. Uh, that being said, I think the, the, the story is right there. The Sheamus story is on WWE's lap. Sheamus beating him one-on-one -on -one is like a really nice bow on top of their ongoing feud and what they did at Clash, what they did at Mania, what they've done between then. Sheamus becoming a Grand Slam champion is really romantic. Like, it's a great pro wrestling story. And actually, I would do that sooner rather than later. I would do that within the next two to three months. So, yes, it's Vince. He could bollocks that up, but I think a good story is right on their lap. It doesn't necessarily mean that Gunther has to hold the belt for too much longer. Uh, I think he's already had an awesome run. Uh, one of the best intercontinental title reigns, frankly, of all time. He has brought that belt to a whole new level. And uh, I'm, I'm delighted with how it's gone for him. And I hope it continues to go well. But it is Vince, so... 
hard to feel as optimistic about his long-term prospects now that the crazy old man is back for sure uh my phone's being weird but question number three comes from adam ryan who asks with the pending sale to endeavor where do you see wwe being at come SummerSlam?" Yeah, I think they'll still be immensely successful. I think they're failure-proof at this point. Uh, bringing in big dough, big crowds, all of that stuff. Uh, I think that creative will feel a lot more like uh, pre-July 2022, when the changeover happened, of course. Um, I think that maybe there'll be a bit less buzz about the company as a consequence of that. I think that we will start to see some of the business changes creeping in. I do think that there will be cuts, sadly. It's just what happens in these situations and we will cover them accordingly as they come out um yeah i think it's gonna feel like like kind of the old days uh to an extent and i think that's a real shame because what triple h has built over the past nine months clearly connects with a lot of people uh and i fear that people might lose that connection i don't think that like half of wwe's audience is going to abandon the company i think that wwe when you listen to like the live crowds it seems very much like the beach ball cm punk aw chanting people i think they've all gone actually and gone over to AEW now where they can get a different flavor of wrestling so i don't think there'll be wide scale exoduses and stuff i think like things like that are always a little bit overstated in this era uh, but it will feel different and i do think there'll be cuts sadly but we'll see how that pans out i obviously hope there aren't but you know it's how it goes kylie fuller's been on shouts to kylie asking would you be into nigel mcginnis managing the bcc yeah barely got to talk about this yeah nigel's in AEW. that's cool good for him like i love nigel he's a great dude um yeah this would be sick i think a lot of people drew this line when the graphic dropped last night the is all elite thing and it would be a perfect fit because obviously he has immense history with brian danielson from their time in ring of honor He's English, so uh, there you go. Perfect, why not? Uh, following in William Regal's footsteps. You know, I'm a sicko. I'm a total sicko. I, I kind of want, I want a match. Um, I don't know if he's physically capable of doing that, right, and clearance and all that. And obviously, if he's not, fair enough. That, that takes priority. But if there's a way to have one last Nigel McGuinness match, me as a psychopath, I want to see that. But yeah, I'm totally into him as the BCC leader. I think that'd be cool. That'd be a great direction to go. And a nice way to use him that isn't just a commentator, even though he's a really good commentator. So, cool. Uh, and our final question of the day comes from John Harrison. Shouts to John. Good morning, Andy, and his sexy co-host. There is nothing sexy about this slivery little freak, John, but fair play. Um, what's your favourite arena slash stadium of all time to house a wrestling event? Have a great day. Peace and love. Peace and love. Good message. Um, Madison Square Garden, honestly. I know it's a bit cliche, but like watching the old like WWE Royal Rumbles and pay-per-views in that building, when you have like the entranceway directly in front of the hard cam with a short distance to the ring and the doors, I love that setup so much. I know they don't run it anymore because you can't fit the stage, you can't fit their silly video boards and all that stuff that I don't really like. You can't fit that in there, but that, that's my favorite. Also, the opportunity to go there to watch the G1 Supercard in 2019. It's just such a nice building in such a wonderful and chaotic city. So, yeah, it's MSG. Um, it's, it, a lot of people would say that, but I've got to be real and, and, and tell you what I think. Um, it's just a, a great building uh, when you're there in person and when you're watching it on TV. And I wish WWE ran it with that old school setup at least once, just for me. Do, do it for me, guys. I'm 
sure you're watching this video and going, yeah, we got to do what that bald idiot says. Anyway, thank you so much uh, for joining me for another solo news video. I'll be back with another one of these tomorrow. You're not getting rid of me that quickly. Uh, it's been a pleasure, uh, but don't forget to follow. No, wait, you, you're already on the video. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. Stuff like that really does help us out, so it's very much appreciated. Uh, then if you could follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE and myself at AndyHMurray. The H stands for Hoop. 51, blooming uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Hoop. Back tomorrow. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.